This is Cultural Quarter of an Hour and I'm Charlotte Foster. Every week we will be exploring the culture of Stoke-on-Trent and the surrounding area. Some weeks I'll be visiting events, other weeks I'll be looking back at our history, but always with an eye on the future. And you'll also hear the stories of the people who make this area just what it is. Culture is all around us. It's in the buildings, it's deep underground, it's in the air, and of course, it's in our blood. Welcome to this week's podcast, which is coming to you from a very rainy middle port. But the grey skies, the torrential rain isn't putting off everybody who lives around here from celebrating something really special. The entrance to the canal over the last few years has had a lot of work done to it. And today it's all about celebrating how that has uh, been developed, how it has changed and basically opening it for everybody again um the today has been organized by the guys at middleport matters community trust and there is face painting going on around me people are playing with clay because of course middleport pottery is just down the road from where i'm standing there's bouncy castle the guys from uh, Beart, they've got their bread in common oven they're making pizza it smells delicious and uh, everybody is having a good time and enjoying themselves my name is amelia bilson and I'm the founder of Middleport Matters. Today was our official grand opening of our um, canal entry project. So we've been renovating the entrance to the canal in Middleport. Um, so yeah, it was a day to celebrate all the things that we've done. Why is it so important to you to, to make this area look better than it did? Well, unfortunately, when an area is left um, unmaintained, um, it does attract certain unwanted behavior. So obviously it was, it was covered in graffiti, rubbish, weeds um but also um it's our heritage right next to us so we've got stunning buildings right on the canal um but they weren't being appreciated because they were wrapped around in ugly sheet metal and um you know just left to rot basically so we just wanted the uh, the world to know that we care about where we live and have and just create a sense of pride that we actually you know love where we live and what have you done? We're standing next to the uh, secret garden entrance. Yes. Um, yeah, apologies. It is a pretend secret garden. Um, a lot of people are disappointed that they can't go into our secret garden, but maybe one day uh, we can we can open it and make it a real one. Uh, but yes, yeah, so basically um, we took down the sheet metal that was, that was there um, behind one um, long path. Uh, we've rebuilt the wall. Um, that was a massive project in itself. We had to have you know hours and hours of volunteers chipping the old bricks to reclaim them and reuse them because this is a heritage area, so they have to be the old bricks. Um, we've replaced um, the other fence on the other side. We've built new planters there, um, and we've had the local community, local school, hand make every single tile that's on there. Um, the secret garden entrance used to be a roller shutter door, um, so that's been boarded over. Um, we've got some reclaimed doors and we've put an archway of uh, ivy uh, of some description uh, and plants. Um, but we've also re-cleaned and repainted the bridge. And uh, we've also done the sides here and we've um, cut the tarmac, neatened it off to put the weed barriers down. It's not working so well. But uh, yeah, uh, we've just tried to improve the whole entrance so that people want to come and enjoy the canal. 
And enjoying the canal is so important, isn't it? Yes, the canal is such a blessing. Like, there's so many different things you can do on the canal. We've got fishing on today uh, on the canal. We've done canoeing before, um, and we'll we'll hope to do that again. Obviously, you've got the tow uh, the tow path, so you've got walking, cycling, and the the boats themselves. It's it's a hive of community down there. Um, but in this area, it's kind of been a no go. You know, people would say, don't moor here, don't stop here, um, just carry on th- through quickly. But we want people to stop and enjoy the beautiful park on the canal, the pottery and everything that Millwall's got to offer. You mentioned the pottery. That is sort of building itself back up from, from the ruins as such. Do you think the same is happening throughout Middleport? Yeah, I mean, Middleport Pottery has probably been, uh, you know, the sort of catalyst, really, for our whole organisation. We've seen what could be done with um, a almost disused factory. Um, it never stopped producing. We've been told that it's still been there since Victorian times, but it was, was close to closure. Um, but a bit of investment, a bit of imagination, and they've turned it into a fantastic tourist destination. And it really inspired us to think, well, if they can do that there, then surely we can do, you know, our bit too. So, yeah, it's been, um, yeah, it's great. <laughs> and it's not just been you. You've had lots of people getting involved. Have new friendships come along? Have you seen groups coming together yeah actually um so middleport masters first started by me just knocking on a couple of doors on uh, my street um and um a lot of our committee are local residents and we didn't know what we were going to do when we started and um, so we did a couple of litter picks and um, but we started to chod the group and um, keep fit for the over 55s and we've We've invited uh, a youth club to start, um, which is now being run by Street Games. We run a music project teaching young people um, music. We also have pottery classes every week. Um, And most recently, we started a creative coffee at the local um, over 55s retirement home. So all of those new activities create new friendships. I didn't know anyone before I started this. Um, And now I feel like I know not obviously not everybody but you know I feel like you know I've got friends and family that's how it feels in my community and I love living here. So so what next then for Middleport and for Middleport Matters? Well we're a pretty ambitious group of people um, this is just the start we want to do more events more activities but we're also um, prioritizing getting a premises so um, it's been difficult running events outside like today um, but also uh, borrow, we borrow space all over the place so we want to have our own place and we want to be open more often so we want to have you know a drop-in for um, young people after school and weekends we want to provide a lot more services as well so support for people um, so yeah we're hoping to have our own premises hopefully by the end of the year um, and to actually run a business so you know be able to employ people to, to run that facility um, so who knows watch this space <laughs> and what would you like to see happen along the canal where we're standing here yeah well we'd love these buildings to be brought back into use um, we'd love to play a part in that but we know that's going to be a, a very long-term scale plan and we know we need millions for that Um, yeah we want the canal to be a hive of activity so if we can get these buildings brought back into use there's many other buildings along the canal as well and we've got this new fishing club we want to launch the Middleport Community Fishing Club Um, and hopefully we can run some other activities so you know we could do more um, canoe trails and walking clubs cycling clubs whatever anyone wants to do really. My name is Simon Papperell I'm the Enterprise Manager for the Canal and River Trust canals and Stoke-on-Trent they go hand in hand don't they? They do if it wasn't for the canals you wouldn't have the potteries so uh, yes there's an inextricable link between uh, um, yeah, the canals and the pottery industry. 
The development and the work that's been going on over the last few years here, how important is it? Um, massively. I mean, the, there's a lot of been investment gone into the canals and it continues to carry on. And we've already got a £1.5 million programme going forward this year to continue that work. So we'll increase the uh, uh, whole series of um, uh, activities and, and improvement projects. So uh, for bridges, heritage, community. And one of the projects is actually supporting uh, Middleport Matters here and uh, the work that's gone on today. So it's fantastic. How important is it to you to see the canals being used and being enjoyed? Oh, it's massively important. I mean, um, yeah, it, it's important in terms of connecting communities with different uh, with places to go, with schools and places to work, and and just it's such a an ultimate integral part of the culture of Stoke that um, yeah, just to open the canals up for. Um, yeah, for the city and to just make people aware that this is on their doorstep. You've got 24 kilometres of canal through uh, through the city and not many cities can say that, so it's fantastic. And when you see groups like Middleport Matters adopt their bit of the canal as such and really take ownership of it, how does that make you feel? Uh, it's a vital part. I mean, if the canals are to need to be um, connect with communities and, uh, and if communities like Middleport Matters and uh, that sort of that they represent can um, bring people to the canal then it adds value to it absolutely so yeah it's 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 fantastic to see people using it and making the most and contributing to improving the canal and um, yeah it's it's really fantastic a day like this is, is great despite the weather <laughs> my name's david broom and i'm an ex-architect living in basford and i got to know amelia through working on the burslem port canal projects with steve wood so what have you been doing to help uh, the, the canal and the, the project here? Well, for about six months I was working on the Burslem Port projects uh, for Steve, uh, doing uh, vege vegetation clearance and things like that. But for Amelia, I prepared some drawings for the project that uh, we now see before us so that she could put in applications for grants and things like that. Uh, which is, I think, all the basis for these things starting, if you can get money, but you need pictures. So that's where I came in, creating the, uh, the illustrations. Why is it so important for you to get involved? Um, to help people who've got energy, because I spotted straight away that Amelia had lots and lots of energy, and I just thought, if anybody's got that amount of energy to help a community, the community everywhere needs lots of help. I mean, the other thing I'm working on now is the railway out at Rudyard Lake, which I thoroughly enjoy doing, but it's all volunteers. Volunteers keep these things going. So uh, I just enjoy it, you know. A little bit wet today, but what you're seeing today, how does that make you feel? Um, well, just seeing the results uh, is, is really good. I just feel that there's a lot more needed because, um, particularly for outsiders to the area, Coming to visit Middleport Pottery and coming to visit Middleport must be uh, rather disenchanted by some of the uh, uh, the appearance of the of the buildings, the, the poor state of the buildings, both recently deserted buildings, but more the historic buildings, which are just left to rack and ruin, and they are part of our history. And I just think it's a great shame. But I appreciated that Amelia wanted to create a route from the canal to Middleport Pottery which I think Middleport Pottery is absolutely brilliant. Um, and it's a real centre which attracts people from all over the country and outside the country. I've brought German friends here and they just can't believe it. 
But on the other side of the coin, they can't believe the dereliction around here. So uh, I just think the council ought to spend a bit more money on the approach approaches to Middleport Pottery, apart from just Port Street, you know, which they have done and which is very nice. I quite often spend a fair bit of time around Middleport along the um, the canal, not in the canal, on the towpath. I do a fair bit of running and some of my routes will take me along the, that stretch of the uh, canals of our city. And what I really enjoy about it is you get to see the history, you get to see the rebirth. And yes, you do also get to see some of the derelict buildings as well. But what I also enjoy about this is the fact that you can see people taking pride in their area and showing that love along the canals. And I can't wait to uh, see how this part of the canal just grows and develops. One of the things that I really enjoyed seeing on Saturday as well was the uh, the team from Root and Fruit. It's a community allotment and they were sowing wildflower seeds alongside the uh, along alongside the banks of the canal. They're going to look fabulous come July, August, which is of course in perfect time for the weeping windows display that's going to be in Middleport Pottery. That's the uh, display of the ceramic poppies, which is coming to Stoke-on-Trent, to Middleport Pottery from the 2nd of August. So it's good to see people taking pride in their local area and especially along the canals, because you heard me mention it in the interviews. Without the canals, there would be no potteries. Love to know what you think about this week's uh, podcast. Let me know. You can get in touch on social media, always the best way. Facebook, it is Cultural Quarter of an Hour Podcast. Twitter, at CQHpod. And you've got the website as well, www.cqhpod.co.uk. And of course, there'll be another episode next Wednesday.